and welcome into Q about the ESL podcast. In our second episode, I want you to meet my ex-classmate Claire. We were studying on ESL program together and for Claire it became a career changing point. Also, in the episode, you'll know how the Korean language is different from English and what are similarities between Russian and Korean approaches to studying English. Let's dive in. My name is um, Hesong Jung, but I go by Claire. So you can always call me Claire and I'm from Korea and I've been here for six years and and I'm also ESL learner uh, myself and I regard myself as a lifelong learner. How are you involved in ESL program right now? I was taking um, ESL before back then it was ESL 301 and while I was taking, I got a chance to work as I'm, at the time, a supplemental instructor at IBC. So after that next semester, um, I got a chance to work at IBC. And so I also had a mentor, mentor who kind of taught me how to interact with students and how to communicate with them and how we can share our um, knowledge or tips with students. So we had a really great system. Now we also still so we have really great system, but yeah, so it started from that. Mm-hmm. So can you uh, just tell me uh, about your ESL experience? I mean, how mm-hmm. you started to learn English and all this, and if you take some mm-hmm. other programs, just uh, tell, tell us about it, please. Sure. So uh, I started to take classes at IBC for about three years ago. So, but before that, uh, right after I came here, here in Irvine, I went to the school, it's called Irvine Adult School. So it's different from um, college and it was very open class and I took some beginning grammar or beginning conversation classes there for about two years and one or two years, I guess. And then after that, after I took most of the classes there, so I feel like I needed to, you know, change and then I needed to move up to another uh, more challenging classes. So I looked it up and then I found out that there's a really good ESL program at IBC and I took the assessment test and then, and I looked it up classes and I wanted to take some writing classes at the time. So the first class I took was at um, ESL 361 at the time. So it's kind of first writing class um, at ESL course. So. I took that and so ever since that, I I continued taking um, all the writing classes each semester. So yeah, Mm -hmm. that's pretty much my ESL experience. Have you ever taken English classes in Korea? Uh, Basically, I learned uh, English from when I was 14 years old, so which is middle school. So it was the first time I learned A, B, C alphabet. So when I was 14, that was my mm-hmm. first time to see that, oh, this is A and B. Mm-hmm. And, but 
ever since that, during my middle school and high school, you know, time, I studied English, but it was only for the test. It was only for the mm -hmm. uh, kind of Korean SAT test. So I didn't have any chance to talk or, you know, practice, I mean, speaking English. It was only for the test. So it's more, mostly it's about grammar or just filling the blank. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it was just for the test. So, and after I went to the university because I majored in biology. So, oh. mm -hmm. and so at the time I didn't have to study English that much actually, just only academic terms or scientific terms. That was the only mm -hmm. you know, English um, proficiency that I needed. So yeah, that was it, and um, I it was only for the test, and it's a, it's nothing about casual, you know, speaking or listening. So mm -hmm. I guess so many um, Koreans or other Asian students might you know have the same experiences, mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah, I would say not only Korean uh, uh, students has this experience. Have this this experience. Uh, Russian students have the same. Russians too. Yes, sure. Yeah. We uh, at least uh, in when I was in a school and uh, at university, it uh -huh. was something like uh, you just learning. You never. It's not a life. It's like no, right? Uh, ju just mm -hmm. theory. Just theory, and you you ever you never. Uh, talk in English. You just learn yeah. something about English, but not uh, right. into this. Uh, so, since you have these uh, two two countries' experience uh, mm -hmm. in learning English, what is the main difference between? Uh, no, first of all, what is the hardest part to learn English uh, um, comparison to Korean language? I mean, what is the main difference between English and Korean? Korean English. Korean, yeah. First of all, they have totally different alphabet system. So I kind of have to, I mean, learn from the basic, so alphabet, mm -hmm. and even the terms and, and our, I mean, origin of the language is different as long as I know. So I don't have any clue, I mean, where it came from, like when I see some new English vocabulary, I don't have any clue and guess. So that's something I have to really use my brain to remember that. So that was really challenging for sure. And also pronunciation for also, because um, we don't have some, some vowel or vowel or consonant sound or syllable, um, some different syllable system. Mm -hmm. So like, for example, B or V or TH or schwa sound or final consonants. So we don't have anything like that. So it's, it was very challenging. I'm still also working on it to mm -hmm. fix my pronunciation, but it, that was also very challenging. And mm, yeah, that was the pretty much, I felt still very, I feel very challenging and even the whole system was pretty di I mean, different because uh, maybe because I took writing classes here, but here in in the United States, uh, the class and education system required me to think more 
and mm-hmm. to ask my opinions. Yes. So we have to kind of connect our personal experiences to make an argument or write some essays. But before back in Korea, I have never, I've never written essays like that, or I've never written, or I've never studied like that. So maybe because I also, my major was science, maybe that's why, but still, mm-hmm. still, I didn't have to think about uh, why and how that mm-hmm. much, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So I was very, you know, embarrassed at the first time, you know, the professor asked me, what do you think? And then why do you think? Because I became silent because I had no idea. So yeah, that was the big difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's the same again for me. I think uh, you can consider Russia as a Asian. I mean, we have Asian part of Russia, mm-hmm. right? Right. So uh-huh. we kind of... Um, somewhere there and we have this uh education system where yes you're not required to have your own opinion so a teacher just told you what you're supposed to think right. what you're supposed mm-hmm. to do and mm-hmm. all this so and uh, it's also yes it, it, it's kind of it 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 makes you stop in some point because mm-hmm. uh sometimes to understand more about language or about any uh, concept so you need to bring your own really your own your own experience because another way yeah it's kind of not you don't have life inside of this uh, mm-hmm. thing so you just have something like i know again some that theory about it so mm-hmm. but n- not 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 like true yeah. true yeah that's really yeah. true yeah, and uh, you, you partly already answered on my next question, but uh, I want to just uh, make it a little bit more clear. Um, mm-hmm. What is the difference between approach? Uh, main difference in my understanding is the really practice, right? You don't have practice in Korea, mm-hmm. but uh, still uh, some something, some methods may be uh, which are uh, more effective, for instance, in ESL program, or if something you like from uh, Korean uh, experience system. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. system may, maybe something like that. So, kind of comparison between those two systems. Can you give us like more mm-hmm. detail? Uh, I guess um, Korean system also they have their own pros and cons for sure because i could learn so many vocabularies and so in a very short time and and reading comprehension was you know i guess it was okay and good because we had to read lots of lots of readings Mm -hmm. so it definitely helped me to improve my speed reading or just to test so it was very helpful and, but like I told you already, we don't have any, you know, actual live mm-hmm. um, skills to kind of communicate with others in English. Mm-hmm. So, and in this uh, part, um, from my experiences, the good thing is that um, I could learn how to interact with other people in English and I learned how to think like you know, native speaker. And I I learned how to express my opinions in English and how to think critically. And 
but um, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I kind of miss that, you know, the efficiency of the, you know, vocabulary, you know, work and then the reading and then that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, um, that's uh, something I've, yeah, I think that's the difference between mm -hmm. Korean and United the States system. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I especially like the uh, in ESL classes. I especially like our group uh, studying. So oh, we never, yeah, yeah, we never have something like that in Russia. Oh, yeah, yeah. same, same here too. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, so you, you just can share with others your opinion, and this is so um, how's how would say like. Um, mind changing when you know that people can think differently from your opinion mm -hmm. so and how exactly mm -hmm. it, it works like because uh it's really amazing i mean um i think um to to have this conversation with in group with different uh cultural background you know mm -hmm. it, it makes uh the learning more um how to say full fulfill film so mm -hmm. fulfilled fulfilled you feel yeah. fulfilled uh-huh yes. yeah yes, so. totally mm -hmm. i agree yeah because even though it's a language class but i felt like it's kind of also sociology or you know class because especially esl classes we are from i mean everywhere right you're mm -hmm. from different countries and while we are talking while we are sharing our opinions we can see other you know we can see the same issues and same topics in a different perspective so you know mm -hmm. different cultures so mm -hmm. that was really interesting yeah yes yes mm -hmm. i agree mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. it's great especially when you have a different i mean in one group persons from different countries it's yes it's, just it's well. great yes i love diversity mm -hmm. in the yeah. class and it's really great mm -hmm. yeah me too mm -hmm. so uh could you please give some advice for those who listen us, for instance, right now, listening us and um, who just uh, stuck with learning, maybe need some mm -hmm. inspiration or maybe some, you know, uh, working advices, like, um, for instance, sometimes, you know, when you overwhelm with uh, different stuff in your life as a student, mm -hmm. so with work and uh, other stuff, so you just feel yourself like you, you just can't remember memorize everything <laughs> you should uh, know, so. yeah uh-huh mm -hmm. yeah so what can you recommend for those students uh, for me i also had so many times it kind of blocks and obstacles because yes i could understand when you said i feel like i'm stopped and then i couldn't even improve any longer and you feel my english level is stagnant and then just not improving at all and at the time what i did was that uh, i try to lower my stress for example by um, doing very casual things so for example uh, because for me english was always really you know big stress yeah something i have to kind of achieve and something i have to overcome and i have to be perfect i have to be grammatically you know good Correct. so it's english was like really i was really you know i didn't want to hear 
anything about English at all sometimes. So at the time,、um, I try to just have a casual conversation with my friends.、Mm -hmm. So because they don't care about my English, right? I mean, my friends and. As long as we can just understand each other,、uh, mm -hmm. yeah, they don't judge me, and then、mm -hmm. so I can kind of accept and perceive that English as、uh, just a tool、mm -hmm. you know, for my、mm -hmm. communication.、Mm -hmm. So it kind of helps me to lower my stress about the English as well.、Mm -hmm. And the other thing, I'm still doing that too because I'm still have that kind of you know.、Uh, Blocks and obstacles, time to time,、mm -hmm. and even though I feel like I cannot improve my English, and when I feel I'm stuck, is that I just try to、uh, listen and something that's really funny and silly、um, podcast or maybe some you know、um, like Simpson. And like animation or Disney, and then and some really funny comedy TV. So,、mm -hmm. and I don't focus that English at the time because I know if I focus on listening、mm -hmm. and the vocabulary, I might get stressed a lot and I might get overwhelmed again.、Mm -hmm. So, I just try to make all these environments、uh, in English. So. I try to kind of think that English just just a tool, and English is just my environment, not the something I have to achieve, something I have to, you know, overcome.、Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah,、mm -hmm. yeah. And the, you mentioned this、uh, feeling of like when you're stuck. I I think I totally get it, but. I want to make sure this、uh, this is the same as I feel sometimes.、Mm -hmm. It's it's kind of you know when you day day after day, so it's very different. So one day I feel like I know English, cool. I can I, everybody、right. understands me. This is so great, <laughs> cool, great feeling. And next day, just everything like. Disappear. I know so, <laughs> completely, but you still need doing do your、uh, doing your job. So you still need to、uh, talk with people. So it's it's kind of yeah, it's kind of stressful situation. Yeah, I totally get it. So I think it's it it kind of makes us a little bit uh, stronger. Mm -hmm. I, I know it, it. Definitely, we need to rest more. <laughs> and sure. Yeah. Sure. And then I、uh, personally believe that our、uh, not only English but our language、mm -hmm. uh, proficiency is improving, not exponentially. Like、mm -hmm. it doesn't have very beautiful curve. No, I just from my personal experience.、Mm -hmm. uh, My、um, English level like develop like a step, like、mm -hmm. staircase,、mm -hmm. like that.、Yeah. So, first for the first year, my English was like zero, like for a year, like I couldn't even speak, I couldn't even understand what they say.、So、it was flat for a year,、mm -hmm. but I just kept doing it no matter what. And after one year, and just suddenly I could listen, I could. And just say something, and then、mm -hmm. after that, it was also I had my flat,、mm -hmm. you know, stage like this for、mm -hmm. 
for a year again. And then, mm -hmm. so I feel also frustrated. And, oh my God, I have also, my English doesn't improve at all. And it became flat again. And then, but anyway, I did it. Mm -hmm. I just kept, yeah. I just kept mm -hmm. studying it. And then after like two or three years, I improved a lot at the time and then flat again. So mm -hmm. it's, it's just, it's quite mm -hmm. repetitive. Yeah, yeah, so. I totally, I totally get it. I mean, I totally understand what you're saying about it, and I, I feel like it's it's com common thing. I mean, it's not just about us, two of us. It's about uh, all uh, people who are learning, studying any language, basically. Right. So right. yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I was thinking we we just talked about it today um, uh, about culture, you know, and the language. Right. We actually talked about it with Diana in a previous episode. Uh, we get this a little bit differently before, but today I've been talking with uh, my my professor about cultures, different cultures, and all these mm -hmm. uh, situations. Uh, currently, like uh, all this diversity, you know, stuff, and it's really interesting because uh, um, I never. Again, I never thought about it uh, from this point of view, so it's kind right. of different for me. Um, and uh, I just uh, get this idea that uh, usually immigrants, we are trying to be like inside of our communities because it's more safe. It's kind of more, you know, habitual. I don't know if it's the right word to say. So like it's it's kind of routine and you already knows what those people think about you kind of mm -hmm. it's it kind of gets you a feeling of control it's fake feeling probably because you can't control other people mm -hmm. but still yeah um and uh, uh i've never thought about this uh, that the english language uh helps you not just keep your i mean uh, basically in those communities usually people trying to keep their culture to not be like overtaken by american culture you know mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. they, they're scared of it so and uh, partly for them like uh why would i uh, learn english study english if i can i mean i live in my in my in my small oh, town yeah. yes small, small yeah community. Uh, yeah community and we understand each other and i don't need it uh, at all but what if you cannot just keep your uh, culture alive inside of your community, but what uh, if you can share your, your culture with Americans, with the other, other, other people, so because of your knowledge in, in language, right? Mm -hmm. So because you can tell people more about your culture. It's not mm -hmm. just kind of keep your culture inside of your community. You can mm -hmm. share your culture with other communities, with mm -hmm. other people mm -hmm. who live here. Mm -hmm. So I think it's very interesting uh, point of view on it. I, I never thought about it before. Mm -hmm. So, and the language is actually the key to share right. this, to, to share right. the culture. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I agree that because if I don't have any knowledge of, you know, this English and, uh, maybe I couldn't make any friends from different mm -hmm. countries, right? And then mm -hmm. I maybe I couldn't have any chances to talk and mm -hmm. uh, make my own community like with different mm -hmm. countries mm -hmm. and don't have any chances to talk or introduce my culture to mm -hmm. you know yeah. this 
American people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's I agree. That's the key English, and that's the power of language. Mm -hmm. Yes. 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 I, I totally agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I asked this about the Diana, and really interesting. I, I'm. I mean, IQ, I'm curious about your opinion on it. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Is the language affects culture, or culture uh, shapes language? What is the kind of what the main point mm -hmm. here? What do you think? That's really interesting question. That's really uh, that makes me think mm, because I've never thought about it before. Mm. But because I'm still learning English. Uh, maybe I don't have very good insight into that question in English, but when I think about my native language, which is Korean, uh, I guess it's mm, kind of mutual in a relationship because uh, it's like, you know, which one is the first, egg or, you know, chicken, right? <laughs> yeah. So, um, when I think about uh, more East, you know, Asian culture, it's about you have to respect um, mm -hmm. older people or older mm -hmm. generation. And you have, so that's why we have different kind of version. When we talk to older generation, we have, we have to use different um, mm -hmm. verbs. We have to do different nouns. But we have also a different kind of language system when we talk to our friends who are same mm -hmm. age. So, but here in America, you know, it, it's the kind of the same. Of mm -hmm. course, it's, there's always a polite way to say yes. that, yeah. but it's, it's not very strict. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. and so here, and it's okay to make friends on. Uh, even no matter what your age and your, you know, um, culture background. And I even have friends and they are over 70 years old. And so I just call their name and we are friends. Mm -hmm. But but back in Korea, I can't even imagine that to be, you know, a friend with someone like 20, 30 years older than me, it's, mm -hmm. it's impossible. Mm -hmm. Because as soon as I speak something in a more polite version of Korean, mm -hmm. you know, my brain works like, oh, yeah, that's just someone I, you know, cannot be a friend. So mm -hmm. someone I need to just respect them then. Mm -hmm. I have to kind of, you know, uh, not in a bad way, but kind of, you know, keep mm -hmm. a good distance. Yeah. Because yeah. as a showing my respect, mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So, yes. so yeah I, I guess it's totally mutual you know way yeah mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's very similar to, to russian too i mean we don't have the system of uh language which is uh like allows us to talk with uh, more politely with uh older people but we have one word which is like uh in english for instance when you say you you mm -hmm. mean you mean like you, you know that you're using you for um, for plural and for uh, like single right uh -huh, mm -hmm. so in russian we have two words for this for uh one word for uh single 
Mm -hmm. And one word for um, another word for plural. Mm -hmm. And when we meet, for instance, a person who is older than we are, or if uh, or it's person you don't know the sta status of this person. Basically, all people you don't know, mm -hmm. you you name them. You not name, but you uh, you refer to them as you in plural. So, uh, so when you say for instance, for singular, it's the, for uh, plural, it's we. It's like mm -hmm. uh, when you talk, for instance, if we would not know each other, oh, mm -hmm. I would t t talk with you like uh, we. Uh, like, um, and uh, you also, uh, in your written language, you write it from the um, capital let letter in, in, in emails and all this. Oh. So it's kind of way of saying it, uh, like make, make it like emphasize it kind of. I so, see. Yeah, mm. it's it's interesting, and actually, this this work not for el uh, older persons only. Uh, for instance, my grandma, she was a teacher, mm -hmm. and uh, in it's Soviet in Soviet Union, it was very like strict school mm -hmm. and all this. Mm -hmm. It also was very respectful to teachers. Yeah, and to teachers, and not only actually. Uh, those uh, teachers, like from previous years, as my, my grandma, they also refers to their uh, students as a we, on like on plural. Oh. It was very like, you know, uh, so this old style of talking with each other with uh, like respect and uh, like mm -hmm. you, you mm -hmm. have, you give them like uh, respect and all this. Mm -hmm. So it's mm -hmm. very, very interesting. Yeah. And yeah. That's very interesting. Definitely. I guess totally culture is, and I don't know which one is first. And I, sometimes I feel like language is inside of the culture, but sometimes I feel like language can I, you know, Mm -hmm. and trigger and make some specific culture mm -hmm. so yeah yeah I definitely so do you have something uh you want to share on this topic uh like uh, separately without questions for instance say something about esl program in uh, ivc something. oh sure so um here at um ivc we have a really good esl program and also, the cool thing is that we have non-credit AESL class, so it's AESL for adults, so English um, as a second language, and it's uh, zero credit and it's free class, but still it has really good skill classes just like idioms or conversation class, and it also has um, integrated classes, so they cover little bit of writing, reading, listening, and speaking, everything. So mm -hmm. they have really um, a lot of really good programs. And also, we also, just like we took together, there are also uh, credit classes. So basically it's more like a writing mm -hmm. and reading, so mm -hmm. based that class. So, and definitely just, you know, someone I, someone took all the classes uh, that um, at IVC definitely helped me a lot to improve my English in every you know aspect. So not only writing, but uh, kind of how to think 
and how to read and how to speak and how to communicate with other people. And also I met a lot of really good friends there. Mm. So yeah. at IBC. Yeah. So, and then that's why I could, you know, have this kind of really cool interview with you, right? Because <laughs> yeah. that's why we took, you know, ESL classes there. Yes. Yeah. So, uh-huh. And, yeah. and also the cool thing about, you know, our ESL program at IBC is that we have a really cool ET, embedded tutor team in um, our ESL department. So it's like our tutors in your class. So mm -hmm. not only you have instructors, but you have ETs so mm -hmm. in your class, in each class. So mm -hmm. um, it's kind of really cool to have, you know, free academic service. So mm -hmm. you can ask any questions and so, and you can help from them. And then, so it's like, sometimes they can be your friend. Sometimes they can be your, you know, guide and so, yeah, I think that's really cool thing mm -hmm. about our um, ESL program at IBC. Yes, I agree. I totally agree. So how you handle this situation with um, COVID? Uh, so are your classes completely Zoom based or? Yes, it yes, it's 100% online, 100% Zoom. And we do have our class on on every Monday, Wednesday, and I guess um, the whole IBC classes are online, I guess. Mm -hmm. So, and, but I guess still doing good. So, because, you know, we did this Zoom classes on last spring semester mm -hmm. and I didn't work during the summer semester, but, you know, some students and instructors, they did their summer semester. Um, mm -hmm. So by Zoom too. So this is kind of our third semester. Mm -hmm. So doing this Zoom classes. Mm -hmm. So uh, we also uh, get trainings, Zoom trainings mm -hmm. and about Google, Zoom and Canvas and the systems. And we try to uh, kind of be flexible and we try to help students as much as possible so to help them mm -hmm. and yeah so we're still really you know trying mm -hmm. to you mm -hmm. know tackle the situation mm -hmm. so yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah as a former student i want to tell you i mean all your department thank you just let them know that and you basically know it because uh, you're a former student too but it was really helpful i mean all this um um uh, AT uh, system mm -hmm. uh, it's it's really cool I mean because we we could ask Marva if we need a question yeah. about yeah something yeah. so if we have a question about something so if we it, it's basically like one-on-one tutoring kind mm -hmm. of but right. uh, due, to, due to class uh, and also yeah she spent a lot of time to uh, giving us more information uh, about the I remember I don't remember how it's called like seminars or something oh, like study, that study study session yeah study sessions yes workshop yes mm -hmm. workshops workshops i love those so yeah. you basically can ask uh questions you didn't have a time to ask uh, due to class and it mm -hmm. keeps you like in this like 
uh, good uh, energy keeps this good energy to learning right. studying and all this so it's really cool yeah i know it's just she's still you know working here and she's yeah. doing amazing mm -hmm. she's yeah. always amazing tutor mm -hmm. here and she's a mentor for every other you know ets mm -hmm. and so i remember that so it's always nice to have someone really you know cheer us up and mm -hmm. then very knowledgeable and very kind and sweet mm -hmm. so because sometimes it can be very stressful at the you know especially the first day when mm -hmm. you know when we go to the classroom and to mm -hmm. learn english and especially writing and and it's kind of really um mm -hmm. feel a little bit stressed and mm -hmm. a little bit nervous mm -hmm. but having someone really you know really and have a really good energy and someone who try to help us mm -hmm. yeah definitely yeah. is it's really helpful mm -hmm. yes so thank you so much for your interview to me thank you thank, thank you I appreciate it. thank, thank you. you for having me thank you this show is produced in partnership with saddleback radio the next episode you can hear on monday at the same time have a great week mm -hmm.